everyone. Welcome back to the Minute Women podcast. My name is Grace. And I'm Linnea. And we have another little have you got a minute for you today. So we'd like to know if you have a minute to listen to us talk about what we want to talk about. Given that you tuned in and you've seen the title of this episode. We're hoping that I sure hope so. Yes. (laughs) Actually, before we get into what we want to talk about, though, I have a story. Okay. So I have recently moved into a new building. Yes. And... Me and my partner have been blessed to know a new person in our lives. His name is Brandon. He is our building manager. Okay. And when I say blessed, I mean everything but. He is like... Grace has withheld this from me to share with all of you. <laughs> I can't, it's really hard to describe, but he's like a little 12-year-old boy in a man's body who is now responsible for the living accommodations of hundreds of people. Okay. So you'll like walk into the building. So when you move into this building, you have to like reserve the elevator so you can mm-hmm. like, you know, take your stuff up and whatever. So we go in. No, we've we've done this once before because okay. Eric moved in first and I moved in after. So we're moving my stuff in. He's just like, yeah, great. Sure. So uh, yeah, basically like what you'll do is like you're going to put the elevator in service. Actually, I'll just show you. Do you have a minute? I'll just show you. And we're like holding groceries <laughs> And we're like, no, actually, like, you, we've we've done it before. Actually, you've shown us. He's like, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll only take a minute. Okay. And so he, like, goes over, shows us how to put it into service. As you're holding bags of groceries. As we're holding our groceries and stuff. We're like, all right, cool. And then he goes, he's like, all right, great. So the key, if, if you ever want to break into my building, I will not let people <laughs> know where I live. Just look in fire extinguisher cases. Okay. Because that's just where he puts keys. Okay. To give to tenants okay so we'll be like we're he's just like so when you want to go put it in service the key is in the fire extinguisher cabinet so just go there grab the key put it in service okay that's safe and then he's like and uh yeah so basically you won't like need me when you move in it's basically him just setting up the fact that he will not have to actually physically be there the day we move in right. to like help and we're like it's fine whatever but then he's like oh and then okay yeah so i'll just show you how you can like lock the doors open how old is this guy late 30s okay mid 30s okay (laughs) he also has like a half sleeve tattoo with like like poker imagery and i'm just like you went and got that all done in one slab you're like i want dice (laughs) and a royal flush yeah they're like absolutely absolutely you do (laughs) they're like we know exactly what you want and then the same thing happened. So I sent him an email to be like, hi, I would like the intercom set up so we can buzz people into our apartment. Mm-hmm. These are our two phone numbers. And we're wondering if there are storage lockers open. We'd like to rent a storage locker in the building. And he replies with, I can only put one phone number in the intercom. <laughs> that doesn't answer anything. <laughs> and we're like, okay, use my number. Yeah. Use this number. And then he replies, there's a wait list for storage lockers. Okay. We're like, okay. And then a separate email. It costs $35. (laughs) And I'm like, the storage locker or Or the the intercom? The intercom shouldn't cost anything. Yeah. I'm assuming this is for the storage locker. Does the wait list for the storage locker cost $35? Or the actual storage locker? Cut to another email. Oh, no. (laughs) You have a storage locker. (laughs) like this guy okay and then so i was like great um he's like this is where you e-transfer the 35 dollars for the storage locker like okay you're like okay this answers the question somewhere 
um five emails later (laughs) later and then i he he then like sends me the form he's like you haven't filmed filled out the form yet for the storage locker and i was like oh i'm sorry yeah things got busy and he's just like all right and and this is where you go and i was like what number is it like you still haven't told us like what What locker it is and then he told us our locker number and i was like okay great thanks and then the last email just a thumbs up emoji no nothing else (laughs) so he's clearly just like texting me oh this man He's sending emails like text messages. Yeah. He's lost. He doesn't And he understand. lives like two doors down from us in the building. Oh. So, so yeah. you might have to see him. I, I see him fairly regularly, actually. But then his assistant, Pat, is the best. Pat oh. is like this like older gentleman who is now best friends with my boyfriend. Of course. Eric absolutely loves him. And he's like, of course. He's like, hey, Pat. And Pat's like, hi, Eric. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> And he'll like come around and help us out. And then there was like he, him and Eric went into, like before I had ever even heard or seen Pat. Like I'd never even heard of him. He, he like swung by the apartment to drop something off. And Eric was like in the doorway chatting with this like elderly man for like a good five minutes. Like because he's like, yeah, you went and got your second shot. How did that go? And Pat was like, oh, it was you know what? It was good. And But then I, I had to I had to go and I had to stay with my wife because like my wife really was like nervous about getting it. And I stayed Aww. with her to get it. And Eric's like, oh, yeah, it's like it's it sucks to get blah, blah, blah. And I didn't even know who this man was. Oh, was like, like you were in the apartment. I was there, oh, but I'd funny. never seen him before. Or and I was heard like, of him. who is this person? <laughs> Who's this old man who just uh, knows where we live and is dropping off stuff to our apartment? Weird. Yeah. But Anyways. it's just Pat. But it's just Pat. And Pat's cool. Pat's cool. I like Pat. And Brandon is a very nice person and like everything has gone very well so far. He's just like kind of like a himbo. It's like a little like yeah. difficult to like communicate with him sometimes. Yeah. Last little piece. But like yeah. when we first moved in and we did like the um checks on everything to be like, this is your oven here you know when you go through and do yeah. the checklist when you move into a new place anyways and he was basically spent 60 mm, percent of the time telling us like this is the crank for how you open the window <laughs> um if you crank on it really hard it will break <laughs> and if it breaks it costs like 50 dollars <laughs> and then if you like uh push it out like too far you have to like go to the outside and like push the window back in what <laughs> know and then it's like how do yeah, I go these, to the outside these are your curtains um the curtains if you pull on the string the wrong way they won't come down and then the string will break and that'll cost you like 80 dollars <laughs> he's clearly had some bad experiences with the things in his apartment and then he's like this is your toilet it's a european toilet <laughs> what? so you can't just like because european you when to- you're on it <laughs> Uh, I honestly, if that had come to mind, I'm sure he would have made that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you have to like hold the button when you flush it. And we're like, okay. Okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I also apparently have a European toilet at my apartment. Then. Yeah, any toilet with I didn't buttons, know. Apparently. I didn't know it was European. It's European. <laughs> Makes it so much cooler. I'm going to tell everyone now when they come over. Um, see that toilet? It's European. It's European. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyways... Oh. Thank you for taking a minute to listen to me rant about Brandon. I appreciated that. <laughs> that was good. Because you had like, because I came up yesterday. And so Grace and I don't see each other as often anymore. But I came up yesterday and like twice. Cause we're, it's because we're fake friends. Yeah, we're, we're, we're only friends on the podcast. Wow. My whole heart <laughs> just like split into two. And I'm crying. 
fake tears fake tears <laughs> fake tears um but twice yesterday at two different points you started the story of like you were like oh i gotta tell you about brandon and then you're like no 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 i'll wait and then you're like oh to, but brandon and then it. you're like no 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 <sighs> sorry brandon yeah because everything else in my life has just been like crazy hectic of moving in and then working mm-hmm. so and then just casually starting your phd in another month <laughs> I'm so stressed. Don't it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting situation. You're gonna do great. It'll be fine. I know it'll be fine. Okay, so I would like to know. Well, I'm hoping everyone has a minute to talk about what I want to talk about, which I don't know a lot about. So that's just how I'm prefacing this. <laughs> this is something that frustrates me in Canadian politics. Okay, and I don't know much about Ooh. politics. I mean, I stay, like, involved in community politics mm. and, like, and, like, yeah, I, I don't get super involved in, like, global politics. I stay okay. close to home, you know, municipal politics and, and, and kind of, like, you know, I, I vote. I appreciate my right to vote. Um, yeah, I like to hear what people have to say and, and what people want to do. But I am no expert in politics at all. I just want to preface this whole thing <laughs> by saying that I don't know what I'm about to start talking about. <laughs> so please, anybody correct me, Grace, tell me what you know. But I've been thinking a lot. So elections are starting to pop up right now. Okay. And um, like an election was called in Nova Scotia. Um, and elections are, you know, that has a trickle down effect in Nova Scotian politics. Well, in Canadian politics of of you know elections being held i find it annoying that unlike in the states like unlike in america and probably other places but again i don't understand like i'm not an expert in global politics like sue me like don't hate me um i'm not an expert in global (laughs) politics sue me yeah right (laughs) let's see that's my answer um but i find it interesting that in canada like we don't get to vote for a prime minister like in the states like in america you vote for the president that you want Mm -hmm. and i don't know like i find that slightly i think it hurts at the municipal level and i think it hurts at the you know when you're voting for your member of the legislative assembly or your mp like your member of parliament i think that Mm -hmm. you know it kind of affects affects the community value of like having someone so say you know when i was little the guy who was the um the conservative mla he was a community man he was a father of um a guy i'd went to school with forever like he was so good to like the like the town of lunenburg and like the surrounding areas he was involved and he was dedicated and he like did a lot and so i remember you know when i first started to even understand what politics were as like a preteen, um my mom was explaining that you know like she voted for michael baker because she liked him and because he was a good guy and because he did good things for her community but it was an inconvenience because she didn't want to vote for Stephen Harper. Right. And, like, that's what it leads you to. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's an interesting setup. And, like, I'm sure I'm sure 
that there are people who are listening to this who are just like cringing because they're just like you don't understand like how it works but i i yeah i think that it would be nice if we had the ability to actually pick who we wanted as a prime minister as opposed to you know having to strategically vote because that's what it that's what the system that we're in forces you know at a it comes to a point where you know canadians are strategically voting yeah and it's why you never see like the representation of a party like the new democratic party um you know reach widely across the province because Mm -hmm. you know it's it's interesting canadian politics are not boring um i just want to let Reese and, and Jesse know, know that. that. <laughs> yeah. That I yeah. don't. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the reason is that we don't have an executive branch. Okay. So, in the United States, they have the executive branch, which means the office of the president is not dependent on the Congress. So, the Congress okay. can be Republican and the president can be Democratic. Right. Where, and then you have the Senate, which they also elect the Senate, which we do not elect our, our, no. our upper house, yeah. which is the Senate. But I agree. Like, it's the parliamentary system has its setbacks. Yeah. And I think the benefit that people would counter with is mm-hmm. that it means less political gridlock because you now yeah. have the, the leader. A majority. Yeah. Like, yeah. The majority, or at least the the leader of the nation, is always in tandem with the party that got the most votes. Right. That doesn't mean that there will always be a majority. You could have a minority government, and then you run into the same problem again. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it is. It, it's also interesting growing up with so much American like media. Oh yeah. Because you're like someday i'm gonna vote for the prime minister and it's like unless the leader of the party is from halifax whatever yeah then no i will never elect a prime minister yeah like i'm always just gonna elect the party and then it it, it's the thing with like what you said about like the ndp is that i find the left especially in canada Mm -hmm. has to strategically vote a lot yeah where we have to say like even though i like this ndp representative Mm -hmm. for instance I don't want to waste my vote. Right. So I had this experience when I was probably like 19 or 20. And I was, yeah, I was, no, yeah, I was still in Wolfville. And it was the first time that I was like kind of involved in like campaigning and like politics and was really supportive of a candidate there. But then someone brought up that if I were to vote for that candidate, it's like putting it at risk for someone we don't want as prime minister. And I was like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? I want to vote for the person who like supports the community that I'm in, like mm-hmm. the place that I'm residing, who like shares the similar values that I do. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's especially interesting with the conservative party mm-hmm. because in Nova Scotia at the provincial level, we don't have a conservative party. We have the progressive conservative, conservative party, party, which which is different. Adamantly says they're like, we are not part of the conservative yeah. party. The piece, They like merged. So like yeah. there was the conservatives, the progressive conservatives, the liberals and the NDP, the conservatives and progressive conservatives combined um, yeah. a while back. I don't remember when exactly. And now yeah. they... I don't know if they actually I don't know if they go by conservative or if they go by PC, but um, 
regardless, on many occasions, they are like, we are not affiliated with Aaron O'Toole. We are not Ugh. part of... And that's the thing with the conservative party here is that our conservative representatives are... And, and granted, there's a bunch of idiots in every party. Yeah. But like... <laughs> in the world. Western... <laughs> conservatives like yeah. prairie conservative Ugh. is very different than like east coast and like atlantic conservative yeah so the mla um who's running conservative party well progressive conservative party uh in my hometown mm-hmm. in in lunenburg area she's so great she's awesome yeah but then i'm like Ew. but but then that's the thing like i look at the party and then i look at what's going on in alberta and then i'm like looking at all the conservatives or progressive conservatives who support like conversion therapy and you know getting rid of um getting rid of education for lgbtq youth and, tr- and especially trans youth in school curriculum yeah. and i'm like ew like i don't want that yeah. for like the future because for for everyone listening now like yeah nova scotia is having its provincial elections yes. right now so we are currently electing at the provincial level we'll have a new premier or have the same premier soon yeah and then as of right now, an election has not been called for the federal government, but we're all basically waiting for it to it's happen in the next few weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, we have like... That's how it works in Canada. I don't know if that's how it works everywhere else, but... Where they get called. Yeah. yeah. And then like once an election is called, it's basically like a like a waterfall effect of... Yeah. You can have your provincial election whenever, but they tend to run on similar cycles. Yeah. So we had our premier Stephen mcneil yeah. he basically like was going to retire and then the pandemic happened mm-hmm. and so now he's like he, he stayed on and then he eventually retired he stepped down yeah and so we've had ian rankin in his place but because he was not the party leader when the party was elected it was basically a guarantee that we were going to have an election very soon yes. afterwards so yep you know weird times now Again, I don't understand what I'm talking about. So this is just a conversation. This is trying this to is figure not a things out. Podcast. This is not a politics podcast. My God. Um, however, Ian Rankin, if he, so if he loses this election, we'll have a new premier. But will he, he still be the leader of the Liberal Party? In theory, yes. Okay. But if you're the leader of the party and your party loses the election, it's almost a guarantee that they will get rid of you and they will try to find new leadership. Um, The exception to that rule is, like, the NDP keeps their leaders a lot longer. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jack Layton was the leader forever. I met him. Donald Care was only there for a hot minute. I met Jack Layton, yeah. uh, I went on a school trip, grade – I was in grade 8, so it was all the grade 8s and 9s for my school because I went to a little tiny junior high – and uh, we took the train and Ooh. went to – we were gone for, like, 16 days. It was crazy. Yeah. All these kids, like, just roaming around. <laughs> but we went We went from Halifax to Quebec. And then we, like, were in Quebec for – like, we did, like, Montreal. I guess we went Halifax to Montreal. And then um, 
yeah went around like quebec or like old like old quebec city and um and then like went to ontario and stuff did like the biodome and all the museums it was very very cool um but when we went to parliament jack layton was holding a press conference and he like after the press conference ended we were just like walking around the grounds and he like stopped and he came over and he like shook everybody's hand and that's cool really just as sweet as you imagined him to be. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Jack Layton passed away. Ooh, it's getting to be a while ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the the new Democratic Party leader for, Ever. for years. Yeah. yeah. And just a very nice seeming man. Yes. yes. After meeting him once, I was like, oh, you're cool. Yeah. No 12-year-old really- Linnea was like, or 13-year-old <laughs> Linnea was like, cool guy. <laughs> no one ever really has anything bad to say about Jack Layton. Or about, and I mean, this is again, this is not a politics podcast. This is a generalization I'm about to make. But about like the NDP leaders in in general, there's not a lot of like. Yeah, there's not a lot of personal controversies. No, that's true. Yeah, personal controversies. Yeah. 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 Talking about NDP leaders, Jameet Singh, have you seen his wife? She's gorgeous. Oh, she's so beautiful. (laughs) I'm like, they look like like Princess Jasmine and Aladdin. Like, they're just, like, so beautiful. Like, I'm like, oh, you're such a good-looking couple. Yeah, that's how I judge politics. (laughs) Who's the handsomest and who is the prettiest wife? Uh, I know, right? It's like, oh, I did. I actually, I met Sophie Gregory Trudeau and, and Justin Trudeau. But Sophie was like, Oh my gosh, she was so sweet. I was at this thing in Shelburne. They came to Shelburne to go to the Black Loyalist Museum and everything. And uh, she came and she was just like so sweet. And their daughter was having like a bit of a like... Tantrum. Not a tantrum. She was like 12 at the time, I think. And her oh. the strap on her dress was like not doing what it was supposed to do. And she was like, you could see like when she was leaving the car that she was like, like, you have to fix this. And then Justin like bent down and he like he was like tying it and like fixing it. And she was just like arms crossed. And she was like, oh, this is so unfair. My life is so unfair. <laughs> um, but Sophie Gregory Trudeau, she like came over and there was this woman with a baby. It was such a political moment. And the woman was like, this is my baby. Please kiss Do it. Do you want to touch it? But she picked up the baby, and then she looked at the mom, and she was like, okay, I'll, I'm leaving now. Goodbye. <laughs> and, like, carried the baby, like, around, like, for the rest of the thing. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. She's like, I love I love babies. She's like, I love everything about babies. She's like, we would have so many more if if that was – she's like, but we don't have time. We don't have time to have more babies. We don't have And she's time. like, I love babies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah. Your hot take on Canadian <laughs> politics. And I agree. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. It's just something I think about. And that's what this portion of the podcast is supposed to be. I'm just allowed to talk about what I want to talk about. And Absolutely. the listeners got to listen. <laughs> I bet some of them are just hanging on, skipping like 15 seconds ahead the whole time. They're like, God, when does Grace start? No. this is like trash. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, here I am. Well, they're going to be disappointed. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Um, but no, but that was she's good. joking. No, I agree. What she's going to talk about is fantastic. I don't know what it is, but I'm excited. I'm excited too. Okay. This is what I ha- I want to talk about. Okay, I'm ready. Hey, oh, Grace just minutes. put her hands on her hips. This is oh more like hands on like underarms, like what a is, little chicken. Yeah, I I'm excited. Like I'm excited for when the day comes where I like naturally like do the hands on the lower back and oh. you're like oh I'm old now. Yeah. Like, we'll be playing, I play softball 
with oh i want to watch them last night it was so great we are fiercely competitive (laughs) um we take this recreational softball league incredibly seriously Um, but no one was mean to anyone i mean maybe like you and eric just like a little bit but that's just because like you're together so it's okay eric was playing shortstop and i was playing second base and that sweet man that sweet man (laughs) that i love very very much will not let me make a fucking play (laughs) just let me take the ball like i can throw to first base it's coming right at me let me do it i'm sorry i brought that up that's okay granted the the two times that i did i fucked it up so (laughs) it did come right at me i messed it up but it's okay it's okay that one time that Eric did block me, I feel like I could have made the play. I feel like That's you could all. have. I watched it. I watched your face, and I was like, oh, no. And then I threw a little tantrum. I was like, Eric! Yeah. <laughs> Just let me catch a ball! But it was okay. <laughs> but it was okay. Everyone else seemed very nice. Yeah, it is the most passive-aggressive sport I've ever played, though. Because you're no, you're only ever, like, communicating with the team and passing, like, the other team. Yeah. And then this recreational softball league has, like, a fair number of rules because, okay. like, there's no umpire. So you have to kind of Oh, yeah, of there's self- no ref. Yeah, you have to, like, self-call really the game. Like, so you get sportsmanship points at the end of every game. You award the other team sportsmanship oh, points. Oh, that's cute. I mean, it's a, kind of a given that you're just supposed to give them five. Oh, just because unless you're real catty, unless it's like bad. I feel like either people get five or like none. Yeah. But yeah, it's supposed to be like, you know, if if it was close and they called you out, just take that out. Like, don't bicker about it, whatever. But multiple times. So like our team has like never done this league before. So they like religiously read the rules beforehand. And so you're you have like these pylons in the outfield to mark like out of the park uh-huh. for a home run, but if it drops and rolls out of bounds, that's just a ground rule double. Okay. And we were playing against this other team that was like, "That's a home run," and like <laughs> we had to like hold people back. They're like, "It's a ground rule double," <laughs> <laughs> and Eric was like, "Okay, just take the home run, but like in the innings to come." the rule is and we can pull it up if you want but the rule is that that's a ground rule double and they were like okay it's like so catty <laughs> was this the team you played aggressive. last night no okay. no they were they were fine yeah they understood and granted they're all fine we're dickheads too we're all like we're like we read the rules like, yeah. <laughs> no one is is with your little little matching baseball caps that grace painstakingly and i knew as soon as i saw them i was like grace hand stitched every friggin one of those hats <laughs> I didn't make the badges. I just sewed them okay. onto the hats. Yeah. My friend Nick has an embroidery machine. Oh, right. And he, uh, I, I designed it, but then he used the embroidery machine to make us all these little Is patches. he on the team? I thought he was on the team. No. Okay. We are the Halifax Peaches. <laughs> but I realized that was like a really weird sense. No, we are the Halifax Peaches, meaning that he can't be on the team because we're the Peaches. Why? That's that's the way that it it implied what, it? the way I said I'm it. I'm so confused. Nick Nick could be on the team if he wanted to be. Okay. He just wasn't. Okay. He just made the patches. Okay. <laughs> he's like he's spiritually on the team. I guess I don't know. I just thought you had originally told me he was on the team. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, like because he wasn't there last night. I was like, oh, is Nick on the team? And you were like, no, we're the peaches. No, we're the peaches. <laughs> like, alrighty. <laughs> Um, but what I want to talk about has nothing yeah. to do with softball. All right, fine. I would like to talk about, so I am coming to, as Linnea mentioned, I'm going back to school soon, which means I will be leaving Podstarter full time. I will be here part time, mm-hmm. but I will be leaving 
the company soon. And so I wanted to share some of the projects that I've been working on. Because yeah. if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like podcasts. Things she actually knows about. Things I talk I about, about things I have no idea about. But Grace, <laughs> she's going to tell you some stuff that she like firsthand understands. I only know about them because I have to I get paid to. <laughs> if I wasn't paid, I would know nothing about them. So well, at, during my time here, I have worked on six projects. Mm-hmm. And when this comes out, three of them will be like released. Okay. So you can go listen to them right now. And we're going to talk about them. Exciting. So the first is called Beyond Research. Uh-huh. This was a podcast that used to be called the Research Nova Scotia podcast. A podcast made by Nova Scotia Research. Beyond Research sounds way cooler. I agree. It's a much better name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you come up with that? No. Oh. I did not. Never mind then. I was going to say good job, but never mind. <laughs> I did not have a lot of uh, creative input on this podcast, okay. to be frank. I was more of a facilitator. So like getting people in the room to record or on the virtual room to yep. record. Um, but when we released the first episode of Beyond Research, it was on the front page of like science oh. for apple podcast it was above neil degrasse tyson's Whoa. podcast yep um it was above uh science versus which was like it's a science podcast but that was like their inspiration for how they wanted okay. their podcast to That's sound cool. and so we like surpassed the the, the like inspiration cool. piece which was cool what they used to do was just bring on experts and then interview those experts about different topics right now they interview guests but there's multiple guests in every episode and it's more of this like collage of voices that is then guided through by a narration track which is done by reese waters the host of canadian politics is boring what a doll yeah it turns out if you just have a british accent you sound really smart so he he goes and he's like welcome to beyond research Well, for those of you who haven't listened to Canadian politics or is boring or heard us imitate Reese's accent before, Reese is Welsh, um, living in living in Halifax now, but yeah. originally from Wales. <laughs> and he does have a very like smart yet like dreamy little accent. <laughs> I hope Reese doesn't listen to this episode <laughs> because the, the the head will not fit through doors. Oh, We're no. already getting there uh, <laughs> at the office. But yeah, so that's. If you like science, um, I would highly recommend going to listen to that podcast. But also if you just kind of like issues and how experts are dealing with them. Mm -hmm. So the first episode is about energy poverty, which is Mm. the phenomenon of people having to devote so much of their income to their power bills. Yeah. Um, So in Nova Scotia, there's a huge problem with energy poverty Mm -hmm. and they have. For that episode, they brought on the mayor of Bridgewater. Mm. Uh, to talk about like how his community deals with it, yes, and then two researchers from Dalhousie, one of whom Dave is like Mitchell. Mr. Tesla. Oh, yeah, Dave Mitchell. Yeah, Dave Mitchell. He's a. I work with Dave. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, where I work right now. I Dave is a Twitter fiend. <laughs> um, he kind of gives that vibe. Dave is like the first to like retweet anything I post about the Lunenburg <laughs> County Lifestyle Center. Like he, he's like a share retweeter. Like commenter liker like he is on the twitter (laughs) you should follow minute women he should yeah maybe i'll suggest it he also the last event that was hosted that dave attended um was to announce a big energy uh a big uh we received 
a lot of money. I think $1.8 million uh, to do energy um, upgrades uh, for the Lindenberg County Lifestyle Center. And that was a municipal and and provincial project. Uh, Dave rolls in on his motorcycle. I'm not (laughs) joking. He rolls in on a Harley. And cool I don't know, did mayor. you meet him, like, in person? Only virtually. Okay. But he was really nice and really he's cool. He's really nice and really sweet and just, like, a good... He's, like, not not a huge guy. Like, he's kind of slight. No, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, rolls it on his motorcycle. <laughs> and he gets off, and the first thing he says, he's like, I know, I know, it's too much. It's too much. Like, he's like, he's like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what I took to work today. <laughs> like, <laughs> And everybody's like, oh, just Dave, me and Dave. Like, yeah. <laughs> I uh, love that. So, yeah. yeah, you can go listen to Beyond Research. Cool. The first episode is out. Uh, the second podcast is Little Blue Suitcase, Aww. which is this really cute. If you like short form content, the, yeah. the episodes are never more than 20 minutes long. So it's a very like quick and easy podcast. It's out now and it's so sweet. And I get to listen to Grace like being a little lady from the 40s. 40s? I get to be a voice talent. Yeah, yeah she 40s. is like you're, you're going to be on IMDb real soon. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun. It's basically so the story is that. Jay McDowell, who lives in Toronto, mm-hmm. his grandmother, who is still alive, oh. and she is 99 and a half, um, he went with his mother to his grandmother's house because she was moving into a residence, like a right. senior's residence. So they were moving everything out of her home. And when they were moving everything out, they found this little blue suitcase in the basement. And in this like vintage little blue suitcase were hundreds of letters and all of these letters are the correspondences between his grandmother and his grandfather during the second world war because his grandfather was a pilot with the royal canadian air force and so for between 1941 and 1946 they were intermittently like separated for months at a time and they were 19 and 20 years old at the beginning of his service period in 1941 and so you watch like through these letters chronologically you could go from them being dating to engaged to married to having a child to like all of these different steps in their lives jay took those letters he transcribed them they're all up on his blog littlebluesuitcase.ca but we with jay have taken those letters and now we have like been voice acting them and dramatizing them so every episode it usually features two letters back and forth yeah um i played doreen his grandmother yeah. <laughs> and they if you like 1940s smutty language yeah. then you will love this podcast <laughs> yeah it's really cute it's like easy to listen to it's super sweet yeah. yeah it's really cute jay like chimes in every once in a while to to give like commentary to be like Oh, Ted. Ted Simpson is like Doreen's cousin's boyfriend to let you like just to like let you know who people are that they mention. Um, But yeah, it is really funny going through the letters and then reading them out loud. And like there's even one point in the letter where Doreen is like she's being bad. Like (laughs) she's saying like dirty stuff, sort of. And 1940s dirt. 1940s dirty stuff. Um and then she's like, oh, I'm getting bad. Bill, you better rip up these letters or someone might take them seriously. Aww. And it's just like, well, we did. Surprise. Yeah. Surprise, Doreen. Surprise, shoddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
by the time this episode comes out, there will be probably four episodes mm-hmm. of Little Blue Suitcase. So right now there's two. So right now there is two full episodes yeah. out um, as of as of recording this podcast. Um, and yeah, you can like go listen to that. It's super cute. It's kind of like the idea was to like give people like a little content you can listen to while you have your like coffee in the morning. Yeah. It's very sweet, easy to process. Yeah. It's really sweet. Not traumatic in any way. Not at all. No. <laughs> no. Not like me listening to my current favorite podcast, which is Modern Love and <laughs> sobbing on my way to work. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you listened to This American Life? I have listened to okay. like two episodes, but I would like to get into it more. Yeah. We just listened. Eric and I were listening to an episode um, that came out a while ago. I forget what it's called, but it's like basically the United States does an immigration lottery. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's one of the guys who wins it, but he's in nigeria when there were those like basic culling of somalian people yeah or no kenya 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 or nigeria i forget um but basically it's like he was in correspondence with this journalist the whole time so like he's trying to get his paperwork together so he can immigrate to the united states yeah but at the same time like he's like i can't leave my apartment for days at a time because there's like militias outside and they'll murder me if they find out i'm somali yeah and like somalians like i guess have like look fairly distinct so it's pretty easy to tell when someone's somalian Ooh. it's crazy yeah um yeah this american life i have nothing to do with that podcast <laughs> little blue suitcase <laughs> is not like that not it's like that very at all. easy to listen to very sweet very easy to yeah, listen not to. complicated <laughs> at all and the last podcast which actually as we record this is not out but it will be out by the time this episode is is public is uh the loyalist connections yeah you were telling me about that briefly yeah Yeah. so we were approached by two guys who are the descendants of black loyalists in nova scotia Mm -hmm. who so the black loyalists are black individuals who were either enslaved or you know working as like lower class people in the american colonies if you've read the book of negroes yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah it's basically that when they made it to nova scotia like those are the black loyalists exactly so they like they fight for the british when the british lose the british like give them land in nova scotia and so about three thousand black loyalists arrive in nova scotia and they settle all of these like black communities throughout the province Mm -hmm. but today despite the fact that there were like over 50 of these communities there's only maybe like 10 that are actually still yeah visual minority communities and the land that they were given was garbage the land that they were given was garbage and a lot of the times like today there's a lot of battles court battles because those people were given land deeds that were just basically ignored so today the like descendants are like that's our property yeah and they're trying to get that land back anyways the podcast itself is sean and larice the two hosts diving into all these different communities um and then they bring on an expert guest who can like help them unpack everything that happened there and why that community didn't survive and what does that say about systemic racism in the province today um that one has been really really fun to work on it and obviously like it's a little more in my wheelhouse than like beyond research for instance (laughs) yeah it's history focused yeah and they are like it's a heavy topic but like similar to us where we do like heavy topics it's it's ultimately like two friends just talking about stuff yeah so sean and larice are just so funny they've known each other for like over 10 years yeah and they're like 
the easiest people to get along with and they're so fun to listen to so so i would highly recommend going and checking out the loyalist connections also their theme music is like a bop okay yeah it's like hype up music oh, i like that <laughs> you could like work out to it <laughs> just like keep replaying that over and over again yeah just yeah, keep replaying the first 15 seconds of the podcast and yeah. then you could like pump out a good workout get a good run in (laughs) that's awesome i'm excited because i really do enjoy little blue suitcase and kind of the work you've done on that so i'm excited i'm as you said like research not quite in my wheelhouse (laughs) uh but proud of you for being a part of that but uh i am really excited for the loyalist connection i think i'm gonna enjoy that one yeah yeah Well, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Have You Got a Minute? Thanks for giving us a minute of your time and listening to what we wanted to talk about, even if, in my case, I knew nothing about it. Um, So thank you so much, and uh, we can't wait for you to hear the next one. So if you haven't gotten your fill of the Minute Women yet, you can check us out online at minutewomenpodcast.ca. You can find links to all of our social medias there. It's also been recently redone with all of our new artwork. It's looking pretty nice, if I do say so myself. <laughs> I'm realizing that I was saying that, and I'm like, wow, I'm complimenting myself. It's but okay. You did a wonderful it looks nice. job. The artwork, however, is not it's by not us. not by us, no. It is by a lovely gal named Sasha. Steven. Sasha Steven. And she is friggin phenomenal yeah and the artwork is beautiful so thank you so much sasha yeah you can find her on instagram at sasha steven sasha with a ch on our website you'll find all of our episodes you'll find links to social media you'll find our merch store Mm -hmm. so check us out there and you can tune in next week for another episode bye bye